Dr. Paul Kerterman, thank you for talking to Judge Business School White Paper podcast series today. Now, we are officially in a recession this week, we're told. Unemployment is set to rise, even in India. Are there right ways and wrong ways firms can go about keeping their companies afloat? The, the first and foremost issue that firms face when their revenues are not rising anymore, in fact they're falling and their profits are falling too, is that they need to cut costs. And one of the key costs is always going to be employment-related costs. Now there are two choices. If you're completely in a bind and you're in extremely dire circumstances, the only thing you can really do is to declare bankruptcy if you cannot fulfill your contractual obligations, service your debt. The alternative is laying off people to the extent that you can. And the third way, if you like, is to cut wages, to reduce the pressure of employment-related costs, not by cutting employment, but by cutting wages. And would that be a good thing for a company to do? Surely if they cut wages, then it's going to demotivate the best in the company. Yes, I mean, certainly uh, there is that argument. Uh, Cutting wages is certainly not ipso facto a good thing. But if you're faced with the prospect that the alternative is large-scale layoffs, that can be even more demotivating than wage cuts. What the white paper, if you, if, you, if you want to call it that, argued was not so much that wages ought to be cut, but that the wage mechanism could be changed. And this would be in line with a mechanism which was put forward by a Harvard professor in the 1980s called Martin Wietzman, who wrote a book called The Share Economy. And the basic idea is very simple. It is just that employees share in the revenues or the profits of their firms. So then the wage has got two components to it. One is a basic fixed wage. And then there's the uh, significant component, which will be a share in the profits of the firm. The advantage, of course, is that as the profits of the firm go up, the wages would rise. And when it goes down, the wages would fall because the employees are sharing in the profits of the firm. That, That, obviously, under current circumstances, would mean translates into a wage cut. But that has got the automatic uh, ability to rise with the economy, with the recovery, so that wages will rise as well as the firm's profits rise. And you refer to something called sticky wages. Can you tell us what you mean by that phrase, sticky wages? Yes, I mean, so if you normally think about the functioning of a market, prices are meant to change to equilibrate, if you like, demand and supply. So the market is always in equilibrium. And that would be true for many goods where markets are efficient. But certainly for employment, so that is wages as a price, if you consider wages to be a price, wages do not go down in recessions to clear the labor market. Wages tend to be sticky. And that's for many good reasons. One is that no individual employee is going to be happy to consider a wage cut even though economic conditions warrant it because he may be he or she may be the only person who allows a wage cut to take place, so would be suffering disproportionately. But some companies have, haven't they? FedEx, for instance, you, you cite that in your paper. Certainly, it does look like a sign of far-sighted management to to get into 
uh, when you are confronted with a situation where you can either lay off people or you can cut wages fairly across the board but with some discretion to choose to cut wages rather than to lay off people can actually be a good signal to employees in fact under current conditions where the threat of unemployment is so high it can actually motivate people to know that the employer is trying to protect their jobs rather than throw them out into unemployment so fedex is doing the right thing and there are many companies doing that the secret would be to try and make that much more prevalent right across the economy well then how do you turn it into say a policy announced by gordon brown or a policy announced by barack obama or a policy announced by india how do you take these theories and implement them can that be done or is it always up to the market to decide in a sense i suppose when martin reitzman put forward these arguments on the shared economy the circumstances were not so compelling it was a theoretical argument about how beneficial the share economy mechanism would be uh, but circumstances at the moment are very dire it is a choice that many firms in fact almost all firms face under current circumstances whether they're allowed to lay off people or they're allowed to find other ways of reducing employment related costs so when you have a universal circumstance of that type it is much easier for the government to try and influence firm policy and then give perhaps incentives to firms that choose faced with the choice choose not to cut employment but to cut wages and protect employment so you might like to see something like a retraining budget given to companies in the current economic climate yeah qu- quite likely I mean, i'm sure the incentives that you give can take many many different forms but the key thing is that to keep people employed rather than to throw them out into unemployment while some of the people who remain employed get continue to be paid very high wages the point would be that recovery is definitely going to come you do not want people who have been out of work for more than 6 months to 1 year who then are permanently in the scrap heap if you like you want to keep them motivated and trained and if you are sharing profits with employees they have something to look forward to the incentive system works as well employees would work much harder in fact knowing that their wages are related to the profits of the company and recoveries on the way at some point in the future and so this share economy would benefit us all in Absolutely. the recession can you just put that in a nutshell for us yes uh, the the main you see i mean the standard arguments about sharing profits leading to incentives is well known i think everybody agrees with that the main argument from an economic point of view is that when you move into a wage system which has got a fixed component and a share of profits which then automatically moves the wages along with the general economic conditions firms are always incentivized to be seeking employees seeking employment employment becomes profitable and that's because the cost of hiring an additional employee or keeping an additional employee employed is lower than the average cost of wages that you have to pay so this is a standard argument in economics that when marginal cost of something is lower than the average cost you want to have more of that thing so this is a mechanism where you reduce the marginal cost below the average cost for employment and so firms are always seeking then under those circumstances to increase employment is the best remedy when you have 
the threat of unemployment is to give them the incentive to keep employment. And just finally, this would help us all if we're going into a deep recession, as, as you suspect, this would help us all survive it much stronger. Yes, no, no, that's certainly true because it is also the case that if firms are so incentivized, then it is not it, it is a regime change, if you like, in the wage mechanism. And once you adopt this share economy system, of course, that's just, just not just for the short term; it is it is for the foreseeable future, through ups and downs that are still to come, if you like, ten or fifteen years from now. And the point is that. For all that period, vulnerability of the economy to vulnerability of employment to recessionary conditions would be lower. What economists call the natural rate of unemployment would be lower if this kind of a system were to be adopted. The conditions are certainly right at this point in time for this to be attempted seriously with some government support right across the world. Well, that's a good way to end. And are you optimistic that actually these policies may be adopted right across the world? Yes, uh, I, I would hope so, because even in countries such as India or China, uh, where perils of unemployment have begun to be very evident for the first time in their market histories, and there's no social security worth the name, people are quite receptive to the idea of keeping their jobs even if it is at the cost of an immediate reduction in the wages. So I think times are right for this, and that should be a good policy for us to try. Well, perhaps we can come back in a few months' time and see if the policies have been uh, implemented. Dr. Paul Kuterman, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School White Paper podcast series today. Thank you very much.